Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school baseball coaches in the state. It's time for the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association Show, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to WBCA president and head coach at Oak Creek High School, Scott Holler, and 105.7 FM, the fan high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host. He took over last week, two weeks ago. And I was out of town. I was listening. And I thought, man, am I going to have a show to come home to? They might fire me. Hire uh, Coach Holler as my replacement. He did such a good job. Hey, uh, Coach, thanks for doing that. I really appreciate it. And hopefully it all worked out well. No, well, you got, you're welcome, Mike, but you got nothing to worry about. Um, it, it went well. I want to thank Chad Montez, the head coach at Waukesha West, for, for coming on and joining us. And um, yeah, I think I think it was a great show, but no, I'm, I'm much more. Uh, I'm much more comfortable here as your sidekick each week, but uh, but thank you. Well, I appreciate that. Hey, and I want to thank Chad, too, uh, for doing that. And the guest that you had on last week, I, I listened to part of it, and I thought it went well. And then Mitch walked in the studio, and he said, man, that was a great show last week. I said, okay, yeah. it wasn't great. It was good. <laughs> and he said, no, man, it was great. And I'm like, whatever. So I, yeah. I just really appreciate everybody that came on. And I want to thank uh, the WBCA. I got a plaque in the mail, uh, I don't know, six, eight weeks ago, um, as the, named the media man of the year uh, on the baseball side for the state of Wisconsin from the WBCA. And I just want to thank you and everybody uh, with the WBCA for that, Scott. Well, yeah, and Mike, we talked about it on the show last week. Obviously, it was well-deserved with the COVID hitting last year and, um, you know, really putting a damper on the spirits of so many baseball people across the state. So you stepping up and uh, uh, basically, you know, continuing the, the WBCA show, even though there wasn't a season, 
Um, we, we appreciate that. Uh, coaches and players and families all across the state appreciated that. So, so now we're excited to uh, have obviously a couple lead up shows that we're having and then bring some coaches on during the season and, and actually talk about the games that are happening on the field. But it was a no brainer for us as the coaches association and every district around the state had your name on their ballot. So hey, uh, re- thank really you for a that. Scott, I got to tell you real quick, and I think I've told this story once or twice, but that day that that plaque came, um, same day I got a letter from uh, the Wisconsin basketball guys that said I was going to be mm-hmm. uh, put in the hall of fame. And, and my wife was, um, Terry was out shopping and I, I, I grabbed the mail during a break when I was doing my, my, uh, the shows from my office at my home And I thought, oh, my goodness, this is the best mail ever, right? So I put it on the kitchen table and and, uh, get done. And by the time I got done doing the shows, my wife was home. And, you know, I walked out with my chest kind of up a little bit. I said, how you doing? She goes, take the garbage out. I go, what? She goes, take the garbage out. I said, did you see the kitchen table? She said, well, talk about that when you get back. Take the garbage out. Scott, I walked down to the, you know, to the, the, the alley, and I was, you know, in my mind, I was real mad. And I walked back in. She gives me a hug and says, I'm so proud of you, but nobody it gets a big head in this house. No, and I'm like, humble, right? I go, can they you call me humble. big? She, Can you call me big time? She goes, take the recyclables out. And I thought, man, this is why I've been holding hands with this woman since the right. first day we graduated from high school about, you know, I don't know how many years ago, but a long time ago. And uh, you know what? But I want to thank you guys a a ton. So, uh, and it will be fun to talk baseball this year. I thought last year it gave us an opportunity to kind of really dig into some of the things the WBCA, what the mission of the WBCA is. We got a chance to talk to players that played high school here and now are playing at really high levels. We got to talk to guys that, you know, had coached and now retired. It, it really did open the door for us to get creative, to, to talk high school baseball when there wasn't any baseball to talk about. And I just think that we got through all of that, and now I'm happy to be able to, you know, talk to some of these guys. And let me run down today's show at 1015 Sean Smith is going to join us. He's a coach over at Catholic Memorial and he, uh, the owner at Sticks Baseball. We'll talk to him for a couple of segments. And then we're going to talk to uh, the, head fo- the head football, the head baseball coach at Franklin, uh, Steve Drobat, and yeah. be interesting to talk to him. He is following a legend, man, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And Jim Jim Hughes is, forever. is a legend, not only at Franklin, but just yeah, around the whole state. And um, yeah, obviously last year would have been Steve's first year. So I know he's chomping at the bit and he's got a really nice team this year. Well, I, you know, this has been like the longest wait for your for right. opening day that anybody's ever seen. So I'm looking forward to talking to Steve at 1045, 11 o'clock. Our current electric superhero of the week is Sophia Shanefeld from Waterford. Looking forward to talking to her. And then Ryan McGinnis, he's the AD and head baseball coach at Kimberly, will join us at 11.15. And then, Scott, I've got a number of questions for Scott in that last segment, and we'll kind of recap uh, the show that we've had and talk a little bit about some of the things that we want to do throughout the year. We'll continue every other week with the Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association uh, show. And, and, again, Scott Hollers with AD and head baseball coach at Oak Creek has been kind enough to – to be my co-host again for this year, and and I thank him for that. Hey, what's the what's the feeling around some baseball players right now compared to what it was like a year ago? Yeah, I mean we we we've been lucky, and a lot of coaches have done it a little bit differently. But um, we mentioned this last week on the show that we've had 15 contact days 
um, that the WIA allowed us and all the other spring sports for that matter um, in high school. And the, the energy level, like not only from the players, but from the coaches, um, I'll tell you, has is, is been through the roof. We had all 15 of our contact days. We did two weeks before spring break, and then we did a week after spring break for us. And it's exciting in a way that, you know, don't get me wrong, we all, we all get excited for every season, but it, it truly feels like, you know, um, almost like a kid on Christmas Eve. That's how I'm feeling this weekend. I mean, I, I've had my trial plans, you know, ready for weeks. I've had <laughs> with the contact days. I mean, it's just like my wife knows I'm going crazy in the house. Like, I'm just chomping at the bit. And um, and obviously, I coach at a bigger school, so we got so we got some big numbers coming out. We have a number. We have so many sophomores. Uh, we have just as many sophomores trying out this year as freshmen because you remember there was no trial last year. You know, in all honesty, obviously that number usually goes down a little bit as sophomores because you know they try out as a freshman and maybe they don't they don't make one of our teams, and then you know it's just naturally down. Well, you know, we got I, I think close to sixty. Um, 60 freshmen, sophomores trying out. So these contact days have been helpful for me just to get to know the names of some of the sophomores um, and, and put a put a face to a name. And it's it's going to be fantastic. Like I said, I haven't I haven't been sleeping much. It's just uh, I can't Monday can't come soon enough. And the contact days were great. So luckily the WIA gave us that. And and yeah, these players. I mean, we have seniors at Oak Creek and, and throughout the, throughout the state, if you didn't have a sophomore, if you didn't have one of these seniors up on the varsity as a sophomore, you know, there's very little varsity baseball experience, you know? Um, and, and maybe you had a kid up who was a freshman at the time. So it's like starting from scratch. You know, people have said, well, what's, you know, who's going to play first for you? Who's, who's going to be your shortstop? Who's going to be your second baseman? It's like, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. I have a good idea about our pitching staff, for example, um, I, I'm, I have a pretty deep uh, senior class on the mound, but man, it's going to be a lot of figuring out early on. I think that's pretty much how every program is going to be around the state because we just haven't seen these guys a whole lot. Hey Scott, how much did you learn during those 15 contact days? I mean, it, it's, I'm sure that there's yeah. there were kids that 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 surprised you, kids that you thought, oh, I thought they might be further along. There had to be uh-huh. so much learning during that time. Right, and and that was one of the great things about Andy Soroka and and Steve Nielsen at Prep Baseball Report is some of the, a lot of the you know academies still played last summer, and they, there were still some showcases obviously this off season. So you know people and coaches that were able to go on Prep Baseball Report and maybe see some video of, of some of their players and things like that. But you and I both know it's different when you see them in person. So we my staff learned a ton in, in those 15 days you know it, they weren't officially tryouts and, and and we will take them through all the normal trial process this week by all means but you know it was great because we did the first two weeks kind of teaching a lot to everyone of whether it's our first and third offense first and third defense our butt rotations you know all those things are going through our cuts so the first two weeks was almost like going back with the freshmen and sophomores um, and, and starting from day one and then reviewing with juniors and seniors, you know, who haven't done it with us for two years. And then the, the, the last five days we took and we kind of did, did basically some scrimmages. You know, we, we had pitchers throw live. We had our hitters in the box. So uh, it wasn't just two weeks of ground balls and batting practice, I'll tell you that much. In fact, it was pretty much the opposite of that. We were running it. 15 days of pretty much every day was a practice plan wow. um, with, with full out position work. And so we, we got a nice idea going into the trial, but I'd be lying if I said we had it all figured out already, especially, 
um, you know, very lucky. You got some very talented kids here at Oak Creek for sure. Hey, well, there and and I know in in different uh, different programs throughout the state, it's all different. Will, will you? Is there enough kids that you're going to have to cut kids this year? Yeah, um, our our numbers, you know, I. Our number is right around 90 that, uh, at our, at our sign-up meeting for freshmen through seniors. Uh, I think it was 88 at last count. So, Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So, you know, the track, the track coach and the lacrosse coach are, you know, that's one of the things they're disappointed about the late start is, you know, usually what happens is when we do make our cuts, because um, obviously there's no way we can keep that many kids. We have three, we have three teams of RC, a JV1 and a JV2. Um, and, and those rosters are usually – between 15 and 18. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's the worst part of the job. I always say that, like, as excited as I am right now, uh, Wednesday night stinks. Thursday night this week will stink because those are our cut days. On Wednesday, we'll be done with our varsity child, and then Thursday uh, we'll be done with our JV1 and JV2 child. So those are the worst days of the year. Uh, I tell everyone I know that because you got to tell some kid that he can't play baseball at Oak Creek High School this year. Um and they're all great, you know, so many of them are great kids, you know, and it's, it's like I said, I, I don't have too many coaches around the state feeling bad for me because we all go through it. But, um, yeah, we got to we gotta cut quite a few kids this year. Boy, oh, boy. Hey, that um, – so as, I, as the head coach, your philosophy, and I wonder if it changes year to year, do, do you look at, at, at this year's uh, group and say, okay, look, we've got some seniors that, man, we, we're going to keep them – um, because they're they're really talented kids, or do, do you look at times and say, hey, "Look, our I think our future is with some of these younger classes," uh-huh. and so I and I would think yeah. this year is different than any other year because you didn't get these kids last year. You know, you're you're exactly right, and so there is going to be what, what we try to do is, and I'm sure, like I said, other coaches around the state have the same philosophy as we try to explain to our kids that you know think of think of our program as like a you know, uh, a major league system where, okay, the varsity is the major league team. And then if you're on the JV one, think of that as like triple a and think of JV two as double a, and you can be moved around. That's the nice thing about um, those levels. So we might start a kid on the JV one. In fact, we, we're even talking about keeping some juniors on our JV one team. And then we even keep some sophomores on the JV two team. Everyone assumes, oh, JV two is just for freshmen. That's not the case. So this year, more than ever, um, we're definitely looking at that because the roster is just, we're going to be figuring things out three weeks into the season um, about who can play where. You know, I, I'll give you an example. I got five kids trying out for our varsity team at catcher. Well, Mike, you, you mean, you've been around the game long sure. enough. You, you, I mean, the backup catcher is the backup catcher. You know, you play four games a week. Maybe he gets, you know, in college baseball, for example, yeah, he gets one game a week. You can't have the same guy back there four, four straight days in some cases. But, I mean, there's five kids trying out for us at catcher that, that are legit. Well, it's like, okay, well, you know, and, and you factor in their grade levels and things like that. So, um, no, it's going to be some, some really tough decisions. And, like I said, that part of the job is the worst day of the year. Um, but, but I agree. I think our rosters may be, um, especially the varsity roster, maybe a little bit bigger. I, I've in the past kept anywhere from 20 to 22, and I get some coaches that say you're crazy. But if the kid understands, like, yeah, I'm a PO, I'm a pitcher only, or – you know, coach explained to me that I'm, I'm kind of a non-conference, you know, uh, fourth, fifth outfielder, and they want a jersey, and they're okay with that. Then, then we'll then we'll keep them. Set, as um, long as everybody, we set expectations as a right. coach, and we do it correctly, and they know, 
look, I'm, this is what – and look, if, right. if something happens and you start out playing some of these guys, but right now here's where you, you stand, yeah. I, I think that's the way to go. So you guys open up on Monday, and your first game is uh, the 27th? Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday the 27th. Uh, we're at home. We're excited about that. Got our brand-new field that we were supposed to, know, supposed to open up <laughs> last year. Uh, you know, turf infield, lights, and uh, just a beautiful complex for baseball and softball. Um, so our, our softball girls are excited as well. So, yeah, 27th, we're ready to go. Man, that's awesome. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, let's uh, bring Sean Smith on. And Sean is coach at uh, Catholic Memorial, and he's also the owner of Sticks Baseball. We're going to keep him for a couple of segments because we got a lot to talk to him about. You know, his whole – look, a lot of part of his life, not only now that, you know, the, the coaching part um, at high school, but part of what he does for a living – was affected through COVID, and I'm hoping that all that is starting to really kick back in again for him. And Sean Smith will join us. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by our friends at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back. To the Pick and Save, Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella, Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Thanks for joining us. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host. He is Scott Holler. He's the athletic director and head baseball coach over at Oak Creek. We're now joined by Sean Smith. Sean is at Catholic Memorial as a coach. He's the owner of Sticks Baseball. Hey, Sean, what's going on? How are you today? Good morning, guys. How are you? Man, I, I'm doing really well. Holler sounds like he's chomping at the bit. He hasn't slept in a week because he wants practice to start. <laughs> you know how are you feeling with all that? I can't wait to get. I can't wait to get going. Really, really excited. Not having baseball last year uh, at CMH, um, it hurt. Uh, but we're super excited to get going this year, this season. Hey, Sean. You know you're one of uh, very few guys that look. You you coach at the high school level. Head baseball coach at Catholic Memorial. But also the owners, uh, owner of Sticks Baseball Academy, so this thing really affected you not only as a coach but then as an owner of a company. And I'm wondering, do you feel it? It's starting to come back a little bit. Do you see that kids are chomping at the bit and parents are chomping at the bit to get their kids going again? Yeah, I, I start. I'm starting to see things come back to normal uh, from a business perspective and also a baseball perspective. People are just tired of it, and they want to get out, and they want their life back to normal. So it was a really good winter for us. I, I certainly don't want to go through the we went through last summer um, with the tournament schedule where you'd find out on Monday or Tuesday if a tournament was going to get canceled. So you're ready to go, ready to go. That tournament cancels down in Illinois or Indiana, and you're scrambling to find another tournament. It was It was a tough summer. Hey, as we talk to Sean Smith, um, we're going to talk a lot about what's going on at Catholic Memorial, but you can go to sticksacademy.com. It's S-T-I-K-S, sticksacademy.com. They've got lessons. They've got some rentals. They've got classes and softball and baseball and, you know, a lot of things going on out there that you can get involved in. And uh, I would recommend it. You know, there's a place that you can just kind of put your name and, and ask any questions and send the message over, and, and either Sean or somebody from his staff will get a hold of you. They're located out in Waukesha, and uh, a lot of information on that website. So if you're looking to get your, your son or daughter um, to become better baseball or softball players, 
uh, sticksacademy.com uh, is where to go. Hey, Sean, same question that I had for Scott as far as, you know, I, I don't know if the numbers at Catholic Memorial are quite what they are at, at Oak Creek, but, you know, what a different kind of year this is, is going to be for you because a lot of these kids you haven't seen play. No, I haven't seen any of the freshmen, obviously, and I haven't seen really any of the sophomores at all. So, and I, that last year was supposed to be my first year, so I'm going into this kind of blindfolded. <laughs> hey, Scott, you know, kind of similar to, to Steve, who we're going to have on at 1045, these guys had to wait a long time, you know, to throw out the opening pitch for their first game as a head baseball coach at that school. Yeah, hey Sean, good to good to hear from you. Thanks for thanks for coming on. I I'm uh I'm excited for you cuz obviously, you know, Tim Gosler who was um at Catholic Memorial um before you took over, I mean, obviously it, it stunk last year for all of us, but I mean, you you missed out on on having Luke Fox last year if I remember correctly <laughs> who we had who we had on the show, but but uh talk a little bit about this year's team. I think you I think you do have quite a bit coming back still. Um I, I know there's a lot of people predicting you guys to have a great season. So can you talk about a few of the guys that you do have coming this year? Yeah, it certainly um last year would have been a really, really good year to start off my coaching career with in the high school level. Having right. a guy like Luke Fox and Chris Byrie, Jack Durst. You know, some of those guys that have moved on to play college baseball as well. You see what Luke Fox is doing at Duke. But yeah. the guys that I have coming back are, you know, Luke's little brother, Rory, is going to be pretty good himself. So excited sure. about that. And, you know, we should be pretty deep pitching-wise. And I feel really strong about our lineup one through nine. Awesome. Hey, when is there, is there ever going to be a time there isn't a Fox playing sports at Catholic <laughs> Memorial? Because I'll tell you, I don't remember the I, time, and these are good. I'll tell you what, that's the great family, and uh, a lot of those kids are all going through Catholic Memorial, and, and one's better than the next. Right. I think there's a couple more coming, too. I think cousins of <laughs> Luke and Rory are coming. I think they're Pete's sons that should be coming there. They're, I, think, I bet they're... 11 and 13 or so. so Man. Got a couple more coming. Got a couple more coming. I, I, I'm I, not going to be able to say, uh, okay, Catholic Memorial team with none of the Fox family on. And that's, again, such great ambassadors for Catholic Memorial. Um, Sean, did you know, I, how familiar are you with the history of, of Catholic Memorial and, and um, all of the great uh, success they've had in different athletic programs? Um, I've... I've educated myself on it i know they have a great history of football um coach young has certainly been there forever i remember playing against him when i was in high school where where did you uh, go in football i'm an oconomowoc guy man and you know what i may have misspoke because your your facility is in oconomowoc the mailing address might be waukesha but it the facility no, we're is in waukesha. you we're, you, we're you are in waukesha. okay yeah we are in waukesha okay that's our old address we started out in oconomowoc Ten years ago, and then oh. we moved to Waukesha about four years ago. Okay, so look at that. I, I t- told you I was wrong, but I I wasn't. That's good. I'm happy to hear. I'm happy to hear <laughs> that. You know, so you you played against uh, Catholic Memorial. Certainly know the the way they go to you know take care of business and the pride that they have in their athletic programs. And it's always good as a coach that we know what we're getting into because. You know that that's that's part of the battle, and and I agree with with Scott Holler when we had Luke Fox on. I had him on my football show, had him on my basketball show, and uh, 
the kid was what an athlete he was and really smart off the charts kind of kid football player he's their quarterback big time pitcher in baseball and it would have been nice for you for your first year at Catholic Memorial to be able to have him to hand the ball to and so and say go get us a win yeah absolutely he's probably going to go down as one of the best athletes ever from Wisconsin I think by the time uh-huh. it's said and done he is just an amazing kid, and he's really, really taking off on the baseball field this year when he's finally able to focus on one sport. I mean, he's really taken off and throwing well for Duke. Yeah. Hey, I, hey Sean. Hey, Scott. Sorry, remember man. we asked him, um, hey, so, you know, four years, what are you going to do at Duke? I'm going to I'm going to go through the pre-med. I'm going to be a doctor. Yeah. Well, what if you get drafted? He said, no, I'm going to be a doctor. Well, what if you get right. drafted? He goes, no, I'm going to be a doctor. And it was yeah, like, was, no chance, man. I'm not going right? anywhere. I'm focused on this. And I even, I remember I that too. I, I'm like, don't sell yourself short. I mean, you've got a good chance to be a high draft pick here uh, in the next, you know, as a junior. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Hey, Sean, real quick, I was curious. What, um, you know, when it was obviously a lot of people excited. I, I've had some kids that have, have gone out to Sticks Academy. I know Zach Peterson's one of my guys, speaks very highly yeah. of you. Um what uh, what prompted you to kind of make the shift to, to start coaching high school baseball? Uh, I had no intention of doing it. And Matt Bergen, the athletic director um, over at CMH, um, contacted me, reached out to me, asked me if I had a number. After Gotzler said he was going to stay in Menominee Falls where he teaches at, um, mm-hmm. called me and said, asked me if I had any recommendations and was talking and, he goes, uh, by the way, are you interested in coaching? And I'm like, man, you know what? I think I am. Okay. So I just got involved that, that way and, you know, a couple right. conversations with Chris Fox. And um, I just knew the, the, the proximity to our facility and CMH. Uh, it's right. a perfect fit. Yeah. Well, you, like I said, you have, a, you have a good reputation. I haven't, I haven't you know, I've been around quite a while and I've, I've never heard uh, a person say a bad thing about you. So I'm excited to meet you in person, obviously. And, and then we're excited to have you at CMH this year. Yeah, absolutely. And everything we do, whether it's at sticks or at CMH, we, we're trying to make these kids better and give them different opportunities. And, you know, our job is to teach them life, life lessons and build their life resumes. Right. Hey guys, I'm looking at the stats of Luke Fox at Duke and, He's, uh, he's pitched 25 innings so far, and uh, he's had 31 strikeouts and nine walks as a freshman. And, uh, I, my goodness, great numbers, 4.26 ERA. And uh, he obviously, the stage is not uh, not too big for him at, at this point. And he's just uh, obviously doing really well for them and, and throwing the heck out of the ball. He's, he's, uh, yeah. he's thrown about six, uh, eight Almost nine innings of, of baseball total, and uh, and doing awfully well. So I, I don't think anybody from this area is probably surprised because no. he really and can biggest, bring it. Go ahead. No, and the biggest thing, and the biggest thing for Luke is, is right now is he's learning how to pitch. Let's be honest, he's learning to pitch to a whole nother level of hitters. You know, one through nine versus what he did even when he was traveling around and playing. You know, um, on the travel ball circuit last year. So. You know, he, he's only going to get better as he continues to develop. He's got great stuff. Um, I was lucky enough to see him pitch, and he, he's got a big-time ceiling. And like I said, as soon as he figures out 
uh, how to be a complete pitcher um, against a, a tough lineup night in and night out, and, and then in a good conference in the ACC, um, he's going to be he's going to be just fine. Well, you know, you guys know as a freshman, you know everything is new, and and your eyes are you know huge, and you're you're getting up on the mound, and you're throwing against guys that are that are men, and you're still kind of just a young man, and right. so. That the step between when when his freshman year and sophomore year, he's not going to be nervous anymore. Not going to have those butterflies, and he's going to go out and throw, you know, the way the way he knows he can throw. But that whole freshman year is all new. So I, it's really impressive that he has started out this well. Our special guest, we're going to get to a break, is Sean Smith, head baseball coach at Catholic Memorial and the owner of Sticks Baseball. We're going to talk more about Sticks Baseball on the other side of the break. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Scott Holler. He's the former president of the WBCA, AD, and uh, head boys bas- uh, baseball coach at Oak Creek. We're joined by Sean Smith, head baseball coach at Catholic Memorial, owner of Sticks Baseball. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the, the Sticks um, facility and some of the things you guys offer out there, Sean, and, and what age do, kid, do most people get involved with with the facility? And, and uh, let's talk a little bit about the mission statement of Sticks Academy. Absolutely. Um, the facility we built about, um, well, we finished in 2017. It's about a 45,000 square foot indoor facility, full game field inside with about 40 foot ceilings. Everything's netted in, so we can play live games out there, take batting practice out on the field, and then we have 11 tunnels, and then we just added a pitching lab um, next door to us. So we've got another 10,000 square feet over there where we just focus on, on pitching. So we have a lot of activities going on all throughout the year, and you know it's just it's multiple sports as well. We do a ton of lacrosse. Um, I have yeah. soccer in there. You know there'll be times where I get um, college kickers and punters in there, just looking for space. Man, that's awesome! And and the idea be, behind Sticks Academy, where did uh, where did that come from for you, Sean? It was that something that you had thought of for a while, and then and, and put the the uh, wheels into motion on it, or Man, was this something you knew you wanted to do for a long time? I knew I wanted to do it for a long time. I spent, I was a fifth-round draft pick out of high school and spent seven years playing professionally and got done playing, started coaching at Whitewater a little bit, finished my college career or college coaching up at UW Oshkosh and uh, was offered the UW lacrosse job, and my wife at the time was pregnant with our first child. And they didn't offer me a whole lot of money. And she says, hey, buddy, you better find a real job. So <laughs> got out of ba- got out of baseball for a while and always wanted to do something like that. And we started Sticks about 10 years ago, and I just created it to uh, give kids from Wisconsin an opportunity to train throughout the year. And I, I knew what training did for me and my career and my, my uh, career path. So I just wanted to give back to kids, and it's morphed into this big travel organization and this facility and it's been awesome. Hey Sean, when um looking at at you know your career playing playing professional baseball and and uh, playing in the minors with the Braves, 
What what when you look back at that time, um, do you look back at that time as just a really great time in your life? Was it a difficult time? How do you look back at that time? It, it was absolutely amazing. Just the opportunity to to do that and just build myself as a person as well. I mean, it was not everybody gets the opportunity to do that and to do it for seven years and have all those experiences and certainly helped me get to where I am today. What uh, what position did uh, did you play? I was a catcher. Man, so, and, and Scott, you, you may want to have come out to tryouts with the amount of catchers you have trying <laughs> out, man, because there might be a couple, something that he might see that maybe you and I wouldn't see. Um, oh, absolutely. Hey, Sean, when, when you bring kids in that are, are, you know, they've maybe tried some other things, but when they get to you, is there is there an age out at Six Academy that you feel is kind of right your sweet spot to be able to not only help kids get better, but maybe get them to play at the next level? What is there a sweet spot for you as far as age-wise when it comes to boys' baseball? Um, you know, we start our classes for kids that are between 7 and 9, um, but I, I think that around that 13, 14, 15-year-old age group is when you really start to figure some things out. Um, I think the biggest jump is between their freshman year and their sophomore year. And when we, when we talk to parents about that when they come in, we just say, hey, you're not going to recognize your kid in 365 days because of what we do at the high school level and just how much they start to physically mature and figure things out. That, that's the funnest age for me is that 14 to 16-year-old area. Hey, Sean, Scott here. Um, how do you, yeah. I mean, break down your, your levels for your, for your travel teams for us. Do you, do you start at, at 8U, 9U, or you guys start a little start, bit later? And then how? Yeah, yeah we yeah. start we start at 9-year-olds, and we run up to 17-year-olds. Okay. And you have, are you primarily two teams per grade or per age level? Do you go a little bigger? Talk about that. I mean, and then, and then talk we about have, some of your some of your staff as well. I know you got some good coaches. Okay. There. Yeah. Um, we usually have um, one or two teams at each level. I think I have one age group at the 14 year old level where I have three, but we try okay. to limit it to two, three at the very, very most. Right. Um, it just, I don't want to get too watered down and I, I like right. where we're at right now. I don't want to have 500 travel teams. Hey, right, exactly. Hey, Sean, how hard is it for you to find um, quality coaches for the teams that you have? I, I would assume that's got to be one of the things that keeps you up at night a little bit. It it, it does. It certainly does. Um, and now we're to the point we've been around for a while. Now I'm starting to get a lot of my kids that I that came through the program that are done with college baseball, and they're starting to come back. You know, when I have a kid like Nate Brown who pitched at Arrowhead. I was drafted out of high school, won a college world series at the university of Florida. Now he's running all my pitchers and it's just to see that come full circle is awesome, man, that, that is. And, and those guys, you, you know, you feel pretty good about if you can get them on, on your staff, are there, is it a different staff for you? The guys that are coaching the travel teams and the guys that offer, you know, for either individual or team workouts. Um, a little bit, but for the most part, those guys are, th- are with us throughout the entire winter training. Um, you know, I have like an assistant coach from Burlington high school that 
he's a teacher and he wants to go out and travel in the summer, so he coaches for us. Um, and I have a number of college guys that come back and want to coach in the summer and do what I did for them years ago. Hey, Scott, when when uh, when you have somebody like Sean that, that is basically involved in baseball, you know, 12 months and, you know, maybe 14 hours a day at this time right. of year, um, you know, you know that, that Catholic Memorial has a guy that just totally and truly loves the game of baseball, so they've put their program, which is a really good program, in good hands for a guy that they that they know will take care of, you know, a, a really good program and a good baseball conference. And mm-hmm. as the, the former president of the WBCA, that's got to make you happy with, with a hire like that. Absolutely. So, so here's what I love about Sean, and I've, I, I've, I've, I've told this to Sean already, is Sean has an extreme, extremely high value, is placing an extremely high value on the high school experience, okay? And, you know, I'm not going to speak badly about anyone in particular, but there are unfortunately, you know, a, a few parents out there, you know, getting the message that, you know, maybe high school baseball um, isn't something they need to do. And, and Sean is a guy who disagrees with that wholeheartedly, wants to make sure that his his kids at Sticks Academy, not just Catholic Memorial, you know, kids or wherever, but, you know, the kid that's playing for Sticks in the summer. Now, you play with your high school team in the summer because you don't get that experience back. There's a different level of emotion. There's a different different level of, of teaching the game and being out with, with kids from your high school and then, yeah, there's value in the in the academy, you know. And I, I've always said that I, I'm on record with talking to anyone and everyone. I think when when they when the high school coach and the high school program can work well and and be a team with the academy that a kid is playing for, you know, that's the best of both worlds. And, and that's what Sean's doing at Sticks, and Sean places that. And and again, that's why he's he's doing a great job and why so many people have such respect for him. So I think it's great. Um, and Sean, I've told you that I think it's awesome what you're doing. Yeah. Well, I, I had such an amazing experience in high school and Pat Neary was my coach at Oconomowoc. Those are the guys that I grew up with and the guys that I learned to play the game with, and they're still my best friends and closest friends today. You know, um, we had a ton of success in high school and, um, I think kids should experience that. Yes, there's yeah. a there, there's a point where they they need to do some traveling and do that and the competitiveness. But in the spring, I think is amazing for the high school players to play with the guys they grew up with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I have I have more I have more memories of my high school career um, at Oconomowoc than I do playing professionally for seven years. I mean, those are the yeah. times that I remember is the, guy, the 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 games I play with my buddies I grew up with. There it is right there. There's the ultimate statement right there. I saw, just to add to that, I, I heard another one, and again, nothing against the the, the intensity. I, trust me, I know there's intensity in games, and my guys are competing when they're playing for the different academies in the summer, but there's a great, great post I saw, I think it was on Twitter, of I've never seen a high school kid cry after his last travel ball game, but I've seen every almost every kid, every senior cry after their last high school game. Sean, would you agree with that? For sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. it's interesting because with or last year, Scott, we had a guy on who said, "Look, on the travel circuit, there's it's not it. It's not this team thing where you're hoping to win as a team because everybody, you know, if you're the, if you're a shortstop, you don't really want the other shortstop to have a good game. 
Well, you're, when you're out there competing, you know, I, and I, I don't know if I fully agree with that, Mike. I, you're out, if you're a competitor and, and these guys train together, these kids, these kids that sticks build relationships together, for example, throughout the year, you know, so I, I think you're going to compete and you're going to play at a high level, but you're right, Mike. I mean, you're, you're out there trying to make sure you're just improving your game and you want opportunities to improve your game. But I, I think, I think Sean would agree that, no, I mean, he's not, his sticks kids aren't, you know, they're hopefully they're not, you know, skipping skipping back to their car after they lose a game, you know, in, in the summer. But you're right, it, it's a different, a little bit different mentality. Um, but any any competitors out there to win, you know, and especially if you're playing at a high level and you're playing at a program like Sticks, you know, you're expected to go out there and, and, and do your best to help the team win. No doubt. Hey, I re- Sean, I really appreciate your time. And, and Scott, thank you for reaching out to Sean because you're right. What, it, what He has a whole different outlook on this. Uh-huh. He's a head yep. baseball coach at Catholic Memorial. He's the owner of Six Baseball Academy. Six Academy, if you want to go look at uh, some of the things that they offer, but it, just a whole different kind of look at some of this. So, Sean, um, it's it's been, what, I don't know, 14 months, and you've been waiting for that first pitch for your opening uh, game, and, and it's finally coming up against Oconomowoc. So good luck. Good <laughs> luck with that one. Good luck this year. Thank you, guys. Uh, anytime. Love love being here. Let me know with any questions. I certainly appreciate the opportunity. You got it. Thanks a lot. Thanks, We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we talked to the new head baseball coach. Well, not new. Year two, but he, he hasn't lost any games, hasn't won any either. <laughs> Steve Drobat, he is the head baseball coach at Franklin. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coach Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Scott Holler. He's the AD and the head baseball coach at Oak Creek. A little surprising he wants to have a Franklin guy on. You know that rivalry between Oak Creek and Franklin. But Steve Steve Drobot, he's the head baseball coach at Franklin. Maybe that's just in football. Oh, man. No, it's... uh... It's 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 well. We'll let Steve chime in. We'll let Steve. Steve uh, Drobot. Hey, congratulations! I I know that you're looking forward to finally getting to you know that first pitch of your opening game as a head baseball coach at Franklin. Hey, coach, uh, how you doing today? Doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be on the show today. Thanks, Mike McGivern and Scott Oliver for the opportunity. Yeah, you bet. You bet. And look, we don't have to tell you. You know what it's like to follow a legend, but man, you're following a legend, brother. You know that. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, there's a legacy at Franklin High School, and when you think of that legacy, you think of Coach Hughes, uh, one of the most all-time successful high school coaches there ever been, and it's uh, it's an honor to to take the program over after him. I'm so excited, even though we've had to wait a little longer than I wanted to. Uh, I can't wait to get going here on Monday. Hey, are you like uh, Coach Holler not really sleeping all that well right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> not only because of baseball, but I've got uh, three young kids at home. So you add that to the mix. So when they wake you up, you just think, hey, I know what happened at practice today. I know we had to think about the future. And absolutely, the excitement's building up. Hey, how old, how old are your kids? 
Yeah, I've got a six-year-old daughter, Lacey, a five-year-old daughter, Daisy, and a two-year-old son. You'll love this name. His first name's Fielder after Prince Fielder. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, nice. That is awesome, man. You, I'll tell you what, you, your hands are full. Your dance card is, is uh, packed. And you, looking at your schedule, you guys have three games right, right in a row um, with Kenosha Indian Trail. You guys will get a chance to know them pretty well. Yeah, that's, that's an exciting conference schedule we have in the Southeast Conference. They, they do it how baseball should be played, three game sets with each team. You really find out who's the better overall team. So every week we play a new conference team basically three out of four days and uh, see who's got the overall depth and the best overall team. And we'll be challenged right away with a good team from Kenosha Indian Trail. Hey, Scott, interesting to me, we're, we're having him on now instead of having him on, like, I don't know, the end of May, you yeah, know, after right. the 25th, 26th, 28th well, we of May. Have a, we're going to have, that's, yeah, that's the week we, Oak Creek and Franklin will play. So depending on how many, you know, we're able to take from them or hopefully at least get a couple from them, he may be back on. Now, if it's a different story and I'm not in a very good mood, well, then, well, this is Steve's only shot all year on the show, so and, he better nail it today. Hey, Steve, he... <laughs> In oh, fact, boy. in fact, hey, Holler may text me after the 25th, 26th, and 28th of May and say, don't even say the word Sabres. If you say Sabres, I'm, I'm hanging up and I'll never be your co-host again. Oh, hey, I'll be hey. a happy man. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. talking about well, right there. Hey, I, I, hey you, know how the show, you know how the show open would go? Hey, it's Mike McGivern alongside his co-host, Steve Rode, Steve Drobot from Franklin. <laughs> All of a sudden, that, that series is going to be, who's my co-host? I love that. No. A lot more yeah, online than just uh, breaking rights in the neighboring cities now. I liked it. Yeah. Add a little more no. to the fire. Yeah. No, it's in all, in all seriousness, Steve... Um, Steve is ready for this. Uh, he's been with Jim. How many years were you with Jim, Steve? As well, seven assistant? years, yeah. Yeah, so Steve, Steve's been around. I mean, he knows the rivalry there with us. He, we, we were obviously in the greater Metro, which was an unbelievable conference together uh, for many years. So now Steve, Steve's a great guy. And, and you asked Mike, and I joked, but, you know, Steve, Steve is a guy that gets it. Um, he, he's a guy that during, during games, you know, yeah, we're, we're both in it to win it, but um, we respect each other's programs. He, he does a great job as an assistant. He wasn't one of those guys that just kind of quietly sat alongside Jim. Uh, he, he's been waiting in the wings here for quite a while. The kids respect him. The families respect him. I, you know, the other coaches in the conference respect him. So, so he's ready for this. It's going to be fun. He, he's, he's got a fantastic roster this year. Um, so, so Steve, who, who, uh, who, who did you retain as your assistant? Now that Jim's gone, did you bring somebody new in? Um, we have Jordan Stevens as one of our varsity assistants. He's been a JV coach uh, for previous years. And then we have Brandon Wassmiller, who's been a JV coach at Muskego yep, um, right. for previous years. And he's a teacher at Franklin High School now, so it's a really good transition time for him. And Steve and Steve's, Steve does get it. His, his wife understands how this works. She teaches in Oak Creek, so she's on the good oh, side. Even though Steve's on the dark side, so they're, the family they they understand it. At least half of them, the wife gets it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I'm <laughs> oh, telling yeah. you, I think there's so many storylines that we could come up with for that 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 series. And you know, she might. I, I'll tell you what. For those days that if they're still in school, she's going to have to at Oak Creek. She's going to have to wear something that's like black and gold or something for one of those days. Right. 
Well, she teaches. Yeah. She's at Cedar Hills, right? If I yeah, remember she correctly. actually is over in Muskego now. And oh. I'm throw something different in there, which I don't know if that's better or worse, but I oh, grew okay. up in Muskego, so... Um, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, see, I'm outdated on my, hey, on my well, there. I apologize. You guys play Muskego on May 8th, so May yep. 7th, she might have to go to school wearing some Sabre gear, just so you know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how much she loves her husband in that Sabre baseball program. Hey, Coach, oh. tell me about some of the kids you got coming back. Do you feel pretty good about uh, about the roster that you think you'll end up with after tryouts? Absolutely. Um, you know, we're, we're very excited, like all teams in the area. Um, we don't have a ton of guys who returned before COVID. We have a, a senior, Joe Turco, who will be probably one of our starting pitchers. And he was first team all-conference utility player as a sophomore. So we're really excited for this, him to come back. He'll be attending UW-Platteville next year to play. Um, and then we've got some guys that were in our JV levels that were freshmen um, that we're really excited about. Um, Evan Iwinski, he was a 6'4 pitcher, can throw in the mid-80s. Uh, Noah Musloff, who is a sophomore pitcher, um, really interesting delivery, good velocity mix of pitches. Um, we've got Carson Fluger, a shortstop, who's really put on a lot of speed, um, strength, and athleticism. Uh, center fielder Max Semantic, really all-around good player who can cover a lot of ground and get on base. And I'm really excited about a sophomore player, uh, Boston Halloran, um, who will be an infielder pitcher for us, who I think really has a chance to uh, play some high-level baseball after high school. Man, that's uh, that's awesome. And and look, I I thank you so much for coming with your time. I look forward to to you guys, you know, getting after it. And I know this will be a great week. I know that tryouts are always tough on us coaches if you got to make some decisions, but. Once April 27th comes along and, and you get that first one under your belt, it certainly will uh, will feel like you're, you're, co- you're the head baseball coach over at Franklin. Uh, good luck this year, Coach. Thanks for a couple minutes. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity and time, and uh, we're looking forward to that mid-May matchup against the Knights. It's going to be electric. <laughs> It'll be great. Hey, I, I'm It'll telling be. you, I'll be at one or two of those, and and I don't want to see either of you guys getting thrown out or any of that stuff. Don't be doing uh, that. You won't see. You won't see any. You of won't see that. Maybe I'll. It'll be competitive, as we know. Maybe I'll be yeah. that guy. I'll I'll uh, <laughs> I'll get thrown out. It'll be awesome. He is Steve Drobot. He is the head baseball coach at Franklin. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to introduce you to our current electric superhero of the week. Sophia Shanefield from Waterford High School will join us. This is the Pick and Save Wisconsin Baseball Coaches Association show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on 1250 AM, The Fan.